0: This is Biz. I'm a part time working mom with a big kid and a little kid.
1: And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby.
0: This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, why are you hitting yourself? Plus, Biz has a dream. Teresa practices detachment parenting. And we talked to Colleen O'Grady about raising teen daughters. Woo! I love saying the word teen. Yeah, you do. Sweet, sweet teens. <laughs> I wonder if that will end once you actually When I have a teen? Have a teen? Uh, who knows, guys? I know. Who knows? Let's make a lot of odd predictions yeah. about how I'm pretty sure raising teenagers will go down for myself. Yeah. Teresa. Yes. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> I'm not smart enough or uh, well slept enough <laughs> to have actual words so I'm just gonna make noises today clap clap salt stop, stop. <laughs>
0: clap twice if you're here
1: um, yeah. yeah I mean I'm I'm totally fine I just um it's just weird I, like uh, I thought I, like, bypassed the separation anxiety mm. phase with Curtis because um, early, early on, I did not have the same, like, oh, my God, I can't be apart from him. Like, he must be right. on me at oh, all times okay. with him that I had with uh, Grace and Oscar when they were newborns. Okay. Like, I mean, I still, like, missed him if I was away from him and, well, like, right. wanted to be with him. But, like, I didn't have that, like, Oh, that, like, clenching feeling in my stomach everything if, is wrong with yeah, this yeah. yeah 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 um and so i kind of thought like oh this is great like this is <laughs> such a relief like i love my baby and number yet, three is easier. Yeah. like i love him and yet i don't he's not causing me all this stress and pain right now great. you know like i just that was just really nice but like apparently it was just a fleeting moment and like it just sort of has set in at right. a later date ah. so you know I mean, it's not like I'm. I'm okay. I'm here. Like, it still made more sense for me today to leave him, sure. like, the babysitter, than to have him with me today because it's it's hard for me to concentrate and and do my job if
0: I right if I on have top my of the sleep there. deprivation and yes. having three kids and all the other things that yes. make it hard to come and carry on a conversation. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, and so
1: I'm just. I don't know. I guess I could just say I'm kind of dealing with that today. Mm. I don't know. Like it's. It's um, it's interesting how we just, like, still never know how. what is going to happen. When. Right. Like,
2: right. I mean, there's yeah.
1: no
0: predicting any of this stuff. Like, it's just... Help. That's what makes it a roller coaster. Yeah. A horrible, nightmarish... I don't like being on a roller coaster. Yes. Roller coaster. Get me off the roller coaster. Get me off of this thing. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah, it's no fun when those things kind of surprise you. Yeah. um, You get those sort of emotional surprises. Yes. It's an emotional surprise. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like a birthday surprise. It's more like somebody planned you a surprise party and you were like about to go to the spa and now (laughs) you can't go to the spa because surprise, now you have to sit here and be so... Right. It's not, (laughs) not a good surprise. No. Uh, I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah. How are you? I'm fine. I had a dream two nights ago, mm-hmm. in which I was bitten like a few times by a small black widow spider. Oh my god! And that means a specific. It does. Thing. It does. All right. What do you get? Mean? To, okay, well, I'm telling you because okay. want to finish the dream. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll, only that I want to include in it that I turn to this man that, that I'm doing work with, like we're doing construction work on the house or something, uh-huh. and I say. I got bit by a black widow. Am I? Should I go to the hospital? Mm-hmm. And he said, "No, you're just in for a really bad long night." And I was like, uh-huh. "Okay." And then it did get like bad. Like there was yeah. like Ugh, festering all that stuff. Yeah. So I, of course, look up my dream dictionary. Yeah, because I was way into that at one point in time, guys. Yeah. And so it is it, at its core being bitten by a black widow, specifically. Is mother issues? Oh my god! I know, and so oh. now the the natural, oh god. the natural instinct is mother issues with other mothers, like like with your mother. But <sighs> yeah. I don't have any with my mother right now. Yeah. I, I don't have that. Right. Uh, I I think it could be my own personal yes. issues with being a mother yes. that I've been struggling with yes. over that my entire seven years of parenting. But specifically, I've been really wrestling. I was telling Teresa that like. You know, it shouldn't have been a surprise to me that I have been struggling. <laughs> Maybe you guys heard it in the show. <laughs> Let's talk about <laughs> all these. Our topics sometimes reflect what may be happening in one of our lives. But <laughs> uh, I've been really struggling uh, with guilt and not doing a good job as a mom. And like literally feeling that somebody had just, I was a placeholder mm-hmm. waiting for the real mom to show up when I was with my kids. Like, oh, I'm just being that patient is really enough. Deep. Right. Like, I'm just That's being patient deep. enough because they're, their real mother is right. going to come, right? I just got to have through all this the until, until the mom shows up, right? It. Until the mom yeah. shows up, uh, and I'm definitely coming out of it. But I was like, "Oh, why is that such a surprise?" Given like all the travel I was doing, my mom, you know, having to go down yeah. to Alabama and like the R show, and the, like everything was just sort of upended. Stephen yeah. traveling, into the school year, lots of stuff. So that shouldn't have been a surprise to me. And I, I this dream came like the day after. Three days of me feeling like I was kind of stepping back, at, that the real mother had returned. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I like that I was recognizing my need for self-care and recognizing my children as people that I actually really love and mm-hmm. find great joy in and that I'm enjoying certain aspects of mothering. And like, so to have this dream, I was like, oh, anyway, I just thought I would share Yeah, this deep Profound, meaningful profound. dream. Yeah. Uh, and I did not like getting bit by that spider. No. <laughs> I will <laughs> let all of you guys ponder more yeah. into the symbolic relevance of that dream <laughs> and everything. Maybe, maybe the venom has been seeping out slowly on this show for four years. <laughs> Speaking of painful things seeping out, today we're going to talk about when siblings, your children in particular... Specifically, siblings fighting. Mm-hmm. We kind of touched on. We had an episode called "You Know Siblings Gonna Hit" or mm-hmm. whatever a, a while ago, but it was more about our experiences when we were kids, mm-hmm. uh, fighting with our siblings. Uh, but now our kids have definitely entered age groups yeah. where fighting is is, is happening. Yeah, right. And so let's let's just kind of start with. Maybe what's happening. So are your kids fighting? Yes. And, and what does fighting entail in your house? Okay. Yes, they are fighting. Um, <clears throat>
1: reminder, <laughs> we have. Yeah, yes, uh, they yes, are fighting. They fight.
0: <laughs> yeah. Reminder, quick.
1: Reminder, Grace is uh, going to be six in August um, and Oscar is three and a half.
0: Uh-huh, and uh, Curtis the isn't baby, throwing himself he in hasn't yet.
1: gotten involved yet. That
0: okay. so you're aware of. <laughs> He's I like know. secretly yeah. slipping them plans, yeah, right. <laughs> um, so
1: let's see. I would say, gen- like, I'm gonna try to make it like g- brief and give a summary, so we have more time to talk about other things. Yeah, but sure. like, basically, they get along pretty well. They do play together. Um, they're really sweet with each other, but when they do have a conflict, um, it escalates very quickly. So mm. Oscar starts screaming, and Grace uh, and Oscar at this point, he's not very good at controlling his physical, like, violence right. actions. Like, he's, not, he's really not very good yet at stopping himself from hitting, right. or kicking, or pulling hair, mm. which is a recent oh. one that he's doing to her. That is, we're all kind of like, Oh, yeah, no. You can't even.
0: And (laughs) then. Forgot my sister and I used to pull the shit out of each other's hair. And I have an amazing scalp. So she would like wrap my hair Uh around her hand and start. We'd have these competitions. They'd be like, who would scream first? And I'd wrap her hair around my hand and she'd wrap mine and we would pull each other until we were down on the ground. And she'd be like screaming. I'd be like, bring it. I don't feel a thing because I internalize all my pain. Go ahead.
1: Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um. Yeah. So the hair pulling, and then like there, he does also. Ha- there's a child in his class at school that bites, and has bit mm. him sometimes. And so he has actually bit Started, Grace yeah. twice. He's bit her twice total in their lives. I-, I don't know that it will necessarily happen again. Right. Hopefully, it won't. But that has happened. It's gotten that far. Yeah. Um, and there's like he just. It, that's really hard for him. It, right. He immediately loses control. Um. Grace is. She is getting way better at, like, you can see her, like, holding her hands in the shape of fists and, like, shaking with anger that she wants to hit him really bad. And she's holding back. She's not doing it. And so we're, like, constantly, like... Good, Good job. job. <laughs> that is so hard. That especially when one kid is actually hit, when right. hitting her and she's not, you know, it's yeah. really hard. So, but she also hits back plenty of times and right. does, doesn't have a full handle on that yet. And we were laughing before the show. She also tends to use her head as a
0: <laughs> weapon. And, like, and I thought briefly that Teresa meant she logically thinks out how yeah. to handle a problem. He's, oh, she's more no, psychological no. fighting. You're like, yeah. nope, no. She just rams that rams Oscar. her
1: head into <laughs> Oscar. <laughs> so yeah, I mean they're fi- they're fighting. They're yeah. definitely fighting. Um, they, you know, then, then and then at which point like it reaches a point where you know we have to intervene, right? Basically. Okay, because we're going to talk about intervening yeah. in a second.
0: Yeah, we the kids actually don't fight a lot. Mm. She has never hit Ellis mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. And she takes karate. And at times I'm like, use your blocks. You, like, mm-hmm. you, you know, when he's coming at you, because Ellis is the same, I guess as Oscar. Like, he's so physical when he's upset mm-hmm. and he's having tantrums. And I do sit there and I think, with our first kids, they had no one to take this out on. So we were mm-hmm. able to talk a lot about processing. Like, there was never, conflict was less likely to happen in the house, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And now second child comes along and they don't get that, like... Conflict free (laughs) environment, Mm -hmm. they're just in there. Yeah. So, and they're developing at this totally different rate than the older child. So, it is confusing. Like that, that one child, like Katie Bell will do the same thing that Grace does. She just stands there when Ellis starts to freak out about something and come at her. Mm -hmm. And she just doesn't know what to do Mm -hmm. because instinctually it's not to hit him. And again, not my child. My sister Mm -hmm. and I used to beat the crap out of each other. Um, But Ellis. They fight. I guess theirs is more like over stuff because yeah. they share a room and that kind of fighting. But even then, it's so much more about like Ellis's developmental stage at like three and a half mm-hmm. that I wonder how those fights will start to look a year from now mm-hmm. or two years from mm-hmm. now. I was thinking about this when we were talking about the show. This definitely feels like one of those topics where you're like, "My well, mine don't fight. And I'm sure it's because it's an amazing thing that I'm doing. And you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. definitely one of those, my kids will never fight because we fought and I don't want my kids to, you know. Right. And it has nothing to do with any. I keep yeah. waiting yeah. for when Katie Bell, I'm going to hear yeah. Katie Bell pop him at some point mm. in time. You know, like, I'm like, I'm really surprised it hasn't happened. Not that I want so it I to never never ever happen. I never did that to
1: my little sister. Well, right. So was, maybe she never will. Yeah.
0: This is also one of those topics where I feel like I could easily and possibly already am, too involved overthinking it, Mm. right? Like, Mm -hmm. I step in fast. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about, like, all right, how are we handling fighting in our house? And because I I hated doing it with my sister, like I hated all that hitting growing up, Mm -hmm. I step in really fast Mm -hmm. in our house, and I'm not sure if that's the right, because I'll go to other people's houses and we'll be like standing in the kitchen, like the mom and I or the mom and dad and I or whatever. And you'll hear like fighting coming from the other room. Like people are screaming. Yeah, you you got this to me. You got this to me. Mm -hmm. Ah, Like total (laughs) kid fight. Yeah. And and no one does anything Uh because no one's hurt yet. No one's like, Mm -hmm. you know, the bunk bed hasn't been turned over. (laughs) And I'm like, no, that's, and I think that that's right like I think there's logically like I see there's logic in that I'm not like why aren't you stepping in yeah yeah I'm just like huh. because well, I'm and out with somebody age else too because yeah. like at a certain
1: point like I've started to realize that my kids will come get me if they need me yeah. like I, if I'm if I'm like if I can tell that somebody's getting hurt I do like physically right. hurt I do step in but I also yeah I feel like this is we should I feel like we need to acknowledge that we're kind of talking about two different things at the same time okay. because there's there's physical violence in the house right. between children. That yeah. is one thing. Okay. And then there's conflicts between right. siblings.
0: Like I... Because there's wrestling. Like kids wrestle and get physical. Like I always hear stories, oh, my kids... Play really rough with mm-hmm. each other. Is that what you mean? Well, by, that's like, a this? third thing. Okay, that is I feel a third like that's thing. A third, so so third are thing. separate third thing. Because that's
1: fun. That's like fun, fun playing. Kids can get hurt that way, but they're wrestling. They're wrestling. They're, they're, okay. they're both. They're both consenting <laughs> to, to physical play. Okay. I feel like the violence is like kids actually hurting hitting, each right. other, hitting, biting, pulling hair, right. whatever. Um, and then conflicts. Like for example, you're you were talking about how Katie Bell like doesn't hit. Ellis, right. And I never hit my younger right. sister, who's three and a half years younger than me um to my to my mem- like, right, I, I never, memory like I I never like in particular was like a, was like physically violent with her but we fought all the time mm, like okay. we had lots of conflicts. it's not like I was always like accommodating right. her and like taking well, right. care of her being like so nice to her all that she was still my sister and we still were like at each other a lot we used to like argue in the car and yeah. yell and scream and take each other's stuff yeah and- Um, that's, I feel like that's really part of this. A lot of like, this is a big part of this. Cause like for me, that stuff is stuff that, um, I also will step in for. Like, I think that, um, there's times where I can hear my kids working it out on their own and that's great. There's other times where I can hear they, they just need some help. It's not that I need to like come in and break Mm. it up or like put someone on a timeout or anything. They just need one adult reminder to say like, Hey, can you listen to actually what he's asking you? Because you might actually have the right answer for this. Right. And like something like that, because I think generally speaking with those types of conflicts that have not escalated to physical violence, (laughs) those are so amazing. Like those are, those are why I have multiple kids. Right. Because I feel like I learned so much as a kid Mm. from Figuring that shit out with my siblings at a young age. Like, I worked that stuff out. I figured out how to have conflicts with people and work it out and still love each other. And that's that's, like, that's it. Yeah, like, I feel like and I, and I know like plenty of families with only children, like, those kids have access to yeah. kids where they can work out their conflicts, too. I'm not saying this yeah, is like no, 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 something no. that only exists for for um, families with si- that have right. siblings. Um, it's just I think that it's just so, so important to being a, a human, a functional human in the world. Right. That you can, as a kid, have a peer group yeah. where there's peers for you to have a problem with. <laughs> Figure it, like right. ta- have a have a problem, deal with that, suffer mm. from it in some way. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> right. like it sucks. Well, but you th- work it out and then you're okay. And yeah. you still love each other and you move on. Like, I feel like
0: that's just such a valuable life lesson. I fully agree. And this falls in that category of lots of things that I sit there quietly by myself and go, absolutely. Yeah. That is so good. Yeah. And or things that happen at school without me knowing about it, blah, 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 sure. blah. Sure. Those are great, too. Uh-huh. Dealing with, yeah, there's, like, a whole list of, like, go out in the world. Yeah. And you learn and things. And this is helping. And, right. Yeah. But there's also part of me that's, like, I, I find myself wrestling internally with just stepping in maybe before I need to step in. Because I'm with mm-hmm. you with the, like, I can hear they need the yeah. right words. Yeah. I'm going to come in and right word it. Yeah. Uh, and then there are other times I hear it, and I'm too fucking tired to deal yeah. with it. And I'm like, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> hear your words. Yeah figure it out until somebody bleeds right <laughs> I get up and then uh, or there are the times where I am so tired I'm so done with it I don't even like let them ar- I'm like everybody just yeah. stop just, yeah, just we're done stop
1: here. it yeah. you, you, sit over you don't there. know how to do you this toy this yeah. toy's
0: fuck gone yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. how about that as a solution so we're dirty. not even using this toy again <laughs> ah! Uh, So, it's definitely, like, I I agree. It's all, like, positive and healthy. And it's just so interesting that, like, the dynamic in my house is not the same as the one that I grew up in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure where I'm going with this other than it is... The longer they live together Mm -hmm. in the same Mm room and the older Katie Bell gets and the more she's going to want her privacy and the more she's going to really want her special things that Mm -hmm. are hers. I feel like this is going to and Ellis as the younger sibling, I don't know if this is true in your house, but Ellis just wants to do and be everything that Katie Bell does. It is Mm -hmm. like he loves her. Mm -hmm. And if she's doing it. He has to do it. Mm. And I remember one of the biggest conflicts in our house growing up was Helen Michelle hated that about me. Like, Mm -hmm. I remember she would be like, Stop copying. I mean, that was the biggest fight. Stop copying me. Stop Mm -hmm. taking my stuff. Stop wanting to wear what I want to wear. Get out of my room. Mm -hmm. Get out, you know? Like, and I, I, like Katie Bell's not there yet, but I can start to see her just be like, Stop it. Do your own thing. Yeah. Right? Like, it's so, and I don't know if the gender thing has anything to do, you know?
1: Like, I don't. Like, how does this play out? Like, what is the conflict that they're having right now?
0: Like, now most of the conflicts they have right now is just use of stuff. Uh Who's using what stuff? Yeah. And I don't want you to use my stuff or that's mine. Like, when I'm listening to it in the other room, usually Ellis has gone over and, like, taken something from her desk Mm -hmm. or used some tool of hers Mm -hmm. or drawn on something of hers or, Mm -hmm. you know, one of those things. Uh, and I'll hear, her, and she, I think maybe the age just having that extra year, she's actually really got at kind of working through it with Ellis. No, you're not allowed to do this. This is not, this is mine. I don't like it when you do this. And then the conflict gets bad when he just doesn't know how to yeah, respond to any of that. Like, yeah. that doesn't mean shit it's to him. not helping. Right? Yeah, it doesn't oh, help. Oh, it's so hard. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I am 100% with you. And that is, this good, mm-hmm. as long as it doesn't get to, have, like... Out of control violence, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, I would prefer them to never go through life hitting each other. I I mean, I really would. I would, like, in my ideal world, that's the case. Violence is awful. Violence is awful. But I think outside of the violent side of this, it will be, it is a good thing. For them to work their conflicts out.
1: Yeah, yeah. But then we have to listen to it.
0: Well, that's the other thing is we have to listen yeah.
1: to them being that's, awful to each yeah. other. Yeah, like I think it's it definitely still, like I, I think it's good and that's what I'm telling myself yeah. to make myself feel better <laughs> when I have to
0: listen to it. But it sucks. It does suck. The solution is clearly to get involved and add a third voice yeah. to the fight. Yeah, and <laughs> just
1: raise your voice <laughs> high enough so that they can hear you. <laughs> that's right. Be sure to get into like a loudness match <laughs> with your you two it, right. kids.
0: The only way to get children quieter is to be louder than your children. Great, that's good. <laughs>
1: One Bad Mother is supported in part by Harry's.
0: Look, for a long time, there have been some monopolies on razors. And they have been setting the prices on how much we pay for a tool to shave our bodies. That is so true. It is really true. Why are we paying that much? Well, Harry's asked the same question. And they knew that they could ensure quality while also bringing down the cost of razors. So by taking less profit and selling directly to you over the internet... Harry's offers their blades at half the price. Just $2 a blade compared to the $4 or more you pay at the drugstore. Guys, stop messing
1: around. Get started shaving with Harry's today by claiming your free trial offer, which is a $13 value for free, just cover shipping. To get your free trial set, including a razor handle, five-blade cartridge, and shave gel, go to harrys.com badmother right now. That's harrys.com badmother.
0: Oh my god! I'm paying attention. Wow, you mom are a genius. Oh my god, that's fucking genius.
1: We went out on a date. Whoa, yeah, my guys. I know. Wow, um, I know it was. Wow, really, I really can't believe we did it. I was motivated to do it because the the weekend that um Curtis was born, Jesse and I were supposed to go on a date, which was like a belated birthday present for what? him. <laughs> and so, like, once Curtis arrived, we're like, well, that's never going to happen now. You know, yeah. now we have three kids. Who can you leave three kids with, <laughs> including one of them's a baby? But my mom was visiting this um, weekend, and we actually had our babysitter come. And, and like, my mom. mom and the babysitter, because... Curtis is not on a schedule yeah. per se yet. Like he's not no. he can't go to sleep on his own. He doesn't have a bedtime. Yeah. He just like needs somebody to kind of like be with him right. all the time. And that's really hard with the two big kids and getting them ready for bed and stuff like that. So we just like went for it. We're like, "You know what? Nice. This is a belated birthday present for him. I don't know when else we're going to be able to do it." Um, you know, and we just went for it. Nice. And it felt it felt genius. It was hard. Yeah. It was like a lot of work, <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah. But it felt really
0: genius, and we did have a good time. Good job! Yeah, that's very good. Thanks. Uh, so I finished the. I had done these. I had started these little embroidery pieces for both kids. I started one for Katie Bell's, like this vintage pattern, a little embroidery project, of like a little girl in overalls, Aww. little heart. She's digging. And I started that when she was, like, three and a half, uh-huh. Okay? And I was like, it's going to be so this beautiful Valentine's. It's going to be, like, yeah. Valentine's Day gift. Like, okay. it's going to be, like, Valentine's yeah. that year. I was going to yeah. do it. And then... <laughs> <laughs> then you started a podcast. <laughs> and then, yeah. And I clearly didn't have it. Half. It was, like, almost, always, almost done. Yeah. Right? Like, and then, uh, before Ellis was born, I just was like, oh, look at this cute puppy dog playing guitar. I'm going to mm. do this for Ellis. And mm. I'll start this. I finally finished them both mm-hmm. yesterday. Oh my god. Yes. Great job. I did. And That's then, like, amazing. the things that like needed to be done were like. Oh, you must feel so 20 minutes. good. It was like no yeah, we're not. Yeah. And I just was like these are done. Yes they're done. And they are hung on their walls. Yes. And they're precious and fucking. Because at one point I was like if I don't finish this for Katie Bell she's going to be too old for this. She's yeah. She's going to be like a teenager and be like I don't want this fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Right like. Yeah. <laughs> Duh mother. Anyway. I was very pleased with myself. Great Plus, job. I haven't crafted or done anything crafty I, since I cannot remember. Since, like, maybe the mm. carnival, and that was for the carnival, not wow. for, like, myself or my wow. family. Yeah, so, like, since the beginning of the school year. So I felt like I really, like, did this thing that's going to help me get back into doing stuff I like to do. So there you go. Good job. Thank you! <laughs>
3: Hey, it and Teresa, this is Beth. I have been listening to your pod for years and years and have finally found a genius good enough to call in. My three- and four-year-old little boys are generally both scared to um, be dropped off at different classes. They have some separation issues from me. So in anticipation of gym class today... I told them that they were superheroes in training and that they need to go to gym class to learn all the moves to defeat me, the bad guy, and I'm not allowed to go because I'm the bad guy. <laughs> Worked like a charm. <laughs> they are so excited to go to gym today. So I hope that helps you guys. All right. Thanks for your show. Bye. Good.
0: It does help. It does help. It's a great idea. Right? It's, it's so good. It's such a good I idea. I love it. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Failures. Fail! Fail! You suck. Fail me,
1: Teresa. So I've had, like, a neck injury, like, the entire time that Curtis has been alive. <laughs> and it's, like, there's good days and there's bad days, but, like, I basically take um, just a boatload of, like, Advil, like, every single day. Yeah. Um And... Uh, I'm like, I'm just starting to get into, I go to a chiropractor like once a week and that has been helping, but weeks ago, <laughs> and I had originally written this down as a genius, which makes it like a super fail. <laughs> so this was like my diluted newborn phase. Mm. Like I, I think he was like four or six weeks old and I couldn't leave him yet. And cause like it was the time where he's still like cluster feeding right. and like weird things. And I brought him with me to get a massage, and I was like, "This is gonna be genius because I'll drive there. He'll sure. fall asleep in the car, sure, and he'll just sleep in the car seat tell for the work. for the massage and tell mom karma works. Well, yeah, yeah, and it's logical. It's thinking. not unreasonable that no. that could have happened, but of course, it didn't. Right? You know, <laughs> and um, and so you know, he was awake the whole time and he wasn't really happy in his car seat. And like, we kept trying weird things like moving him around and putting yeah. him here, laying him flat on the floor, or putting him back in the car seat, trying the pacifier, trying different things. <laughs> you, and you know, one of those massage tables with an extra hole opening for you to, you know, I know, have for, him underneath the breastfeed, breastfeeding. Exactly. <laughs> And so it's funny too because like if you've if you've ever gone to get a massage, like you basically strip down to either like your undies or like totally naked. And they're always very it's always there's always like something for modesty that's in place. Like they leave the room while you take your clothes off, and then you're under a sheet when they come back in. They're still like working on your naked body, but like you're not just like standing there with no clothes on in front of anyone ever. Sure. But like in this situation, I had to just keep getting up off the (laughs) massage table to like do something for the baby, and so like I had to keep getting up, and like you know, I just like had just given birth like a month ago, like I'm you know I'm so like oh it was just it was That's... so undignified, yes. and. And I was just like, I don't care. Like it was one yeah. of those like haggard and broken moments where I was like, I don't it's, I don't care if she sees me, but yeah. like whatever. And, and like, he just was never happy yeah. until ultimately we just decided to bring him onto the massage table with me yeah. so that I was like sideline nursing while she was working on my shoulders. And again, you guys, I was thinking to myself like, yeah, this is still pretty genius. Cause like the right. baby, I'm getting a massage and like the baby's here and like fine. Nice. And I was able to do this. And then like, like in hindsight, looking back, like it did not do anything for me. Like I wasn't able to To relax. No. Or like get anything worked out in my neck or like anything. Creating new nuts. Exactly. It was like a whole thing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that's that's my fail. That's my hindsight
0: fail. Yeah. That's like (laughs) a scene in a movie that would never be made because no one wants to see people struggling with breastfeeding and newborn babies in a movie. Right. But that is like, yeah, that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. Uh, I, Kateable's like, hair makes me feel like a failure all the time. Like oh, I no. just like her hair. We've just. I just feel like I have never been a good mother when it comes to this child's hair. Mm. It's curly. It's not like the like crazy tight curl, but, like, it's part of it is. I mean, mm-hmm. like, there's curl. Mm-hmm. Not that you would know it half the time. Most days, it just looks like a bird has made a nest in the back yeah. of her head. And, you know, you're not supposed to, like, wash curly hair every single day. Right. So we try and do it every three days. But I just don't. Right. And so, like, we have, like, a really, really, really good spray and leave-in conditioner yeah, that, good. like, if you put too much of it on there. It actually works for like the next day. But I mean, we don't dry her hair. We let it just, you know, air dry it. And not, I mean, I don't. So you don't know read what about what you're supposed I've, to do. I've, it's just yeah, none of it. None is of it looks like it's working. doing anything. Yeah. And like this morning, she, she's like walking out. She looks so pretty in her this new little dress. And, and she like, look, turns around. And like, it just made me so sad to see the back. Of her hair, Aww. and then I have to like sit there and comb out right. all those tangles, and yeah. she's screaming. And she's like, "Ow, ow!" Which, which course makes me feel like she's yelling at me. Right, I'm like, right. "I'm not trying yeah. to hurt you." you know, I know. It's just like the worst. Yeah. And I just like I cut her hair, like we got it shorter. That didn't uh, solve the problem. Uh, like I'm just like, I don't know what to do with her hair, and it makes yeah. me feel bad. And I see these other children like at school, and their hair is so pretty. Yeah, there's clearly somebody. Is Somebody's taking time in the morning yeah. to brush it and make yeah. it look nice. Yeah. And like, like, and I know how much effort that is. Like, I see these girls right. hair and I'm like, yeah. good job, mom or dad. Because that is taking time out of your morning yeah. to do that. Yes. It looks good. And that's not happening in our house right. at all. Right. And I feel bad about it. Mm. There you go. I'm so sorry. I am sorry, Ugh. too. It just fucking sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Hi,
3: one bad mother. I'm calling with a fail. I forgot my daughter's glasses again. And when I dropped her off at preschool this morning, her teacher suggested that I just pop back over and drop them off. I didn't want to seem like a horrible parent. So I'm going to do that right now. And I mean, it's not like the kid can't see. She doesn't go blind when you take her glasses off. But now instead of the one hour that I had to Right this morning, I'm spending it in gridlock trying to get these stupid glasses back to her.
0: So, you guys are doing a really good job. Hang in there. Oh, that oh, sucks. That does suck. And you know what? That's just It's not even. It's like the it's like the seed of a rant fail. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like you forget the thing. Yeah. Right. Whether it's the lunch. Yeah. Or the lovey or the glasses or whatever yeah. and like the. T- The glasses are just worse because, I mean, it's it's obviously. It's like a medical need. Yeah, go back and get the glasses. Right? Right. And you're like, thanks. I know. That's what I have
1: to do. Right?
0: Like, though, there's part of you that might have just been like, eh, she'll be fine. She'll be
1: fine. Right? And honestly, like, it's one of those things where if the teacher had been like, so she can probably make it for the day, you probably would have been like, yeah, Yeah. she can probably make it for the day. It's actually not as bad as the lovey, in which you
0: know you've got to go back for. Right? Right? Yeah. The glasses, you think, maybe I'm going to pass. Right? Yeah, yeah. And then. You, right. you, you've lost that hour. Right. Yeah. You've lost that hour. Now, yeah. now your day is rushed. Yeah. Or you've just put a, uh, on it. Yeah. And that sucks. Yeah, it sucks. That sucks. sucks. Really sucks. Now that we've given you all of that empathy, you're doing a horrible job yep. for you getting your kids glasses. Also. Oh, you suck. Just
1: <laughs> put them on the kid's face.
0: Why can't you remember glasses? <laughs> <laughs>
1: are the greatest mom i've ever known i love you i love you when i have a problem i call you on the phone
0: Mother is supported in part by Care.com, the easy and reliable way to find care for everyone in the family when and where you need it. You guys,
1: Biz and I both have premium memberships. It's so amazing when you go to the website and you just type in your zip code and you see how many caregivers (laughs) there are right near you. Um, So it's super helpful, especially for like last minute care needs. And they don't just have babysitters. You can also find housekeepers, dog walkers, tutors
0: errand runners, and senior care on Care.com. To save 30% off a Care.com premium membership, visit Care.com slash badmother when you subscribe. That's Care.com slash badmother for 30% off a premium membership. Teresa. Yes. Let's call a parent. Great. This week we are calling Colleen O'Grady, who is a licensed marriage and family therapist and author of the new book, Dial down the drama, reducing conflict, and reconnecting with your teenage daughter.
2: Welcome Colleen. I'm so glad to be here.
0: We are very glad to have you here. We do have a lot of listeners uh, with young kids, and then we have this other group who's like, please talk about teens. Please, somebody come on and talk about teens. And I only had this hilarious way to talk about teens, as if I'm watching a Teen Jeopardy, and I'm like, I just yeah. like the idea of teens. I don't have they teens They seem yet. cool and fun right. from our perspective. My seven-year-old like will put on outfits and be like, do I look like a teen? And I'm like, I, yes, obviously you do. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I mean, yes. Uh, so, you know, it, it is not fair for us to talk about in any realistic way <laughs> to help somebody who's got teenagers. So we are so happy that you are here. Uh, but Yay. Before we get into that, uh, let's talk about uh,
2: who lives in your house. Okay. Okay. Um, well, who lives in my house <laughs> is... <laughs> <laughs> Katie, this is
1: supposed to be the Katie, easy one. Yeah, this is
2: the easy one. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Katie, my Schnauzer. Okay, who's a fourteen-year-old Schnauzer, and uh, Lily, who is um, a fifteen-month-old rescued by my daughter. Who my daughter's twenty-one, and it's me. Nice,
1: okay. excellent. I mean, so your daughter rescued. Um, what? What? Sorry. What is the name of the fifteen-month-old? Lily. 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 And is Lily a dog or a cat? <laughs> Lily's a dog. Okay. Okay. And is your daughter living in your house or did she just rescue Lily and dump and the dog bring her to you? <laughs>
2: well, how did you know? Um, <laughs> um, no, she's she's got a little apartment close by and um Somehow, on the weekends, <laughs> I tend to see a lot of Lily. I was gonna say, okay. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah, exactly,
0: <laughs> exactly. So, well, this is good. So, you have you have technically survived teenage daughter years. Uh, in some miraculous way in which you guys are still talking. So let's, yes, let's yes. find out how this happened. Um, <laughs> so let's, let's, let's get into it. Let's get the book, guys. It's really, really good. Dial down the drama. It's, it's amazing. And I really like the way you break down the chat. I, I need to be able to pick a book up at this stage in my life and get right to what it is that I want to see. I don't want yeah. a memoir beforehand. I don't want, like, I need to be like, give me the helpful stuff. And I want to be able to close it and then pick it up again and find more helpful stuff easily. And your book is laid out so beautifully with that. Uh, So first off, (laughs) thanks for making it easy for parents. (laughs) Thank you. Aren't as free to read as we once were. Um, And we don't have time to go chapter by chapter. So I just want to pull out a few things that I, I would like you to expand on. And the very first chapter I, I think it is a, a real gift that you give us. You don't necessarily start with your teenage daughter. You start with you, the parent, the, the, the yeah. mother. And and uh, you actually call it mothered out, which I think is really, really good. Because we talk on the show about <laughs> momming up. Like, oh, I got to mom up. I got to get through this thing. And I think there is this other side to it of being mothered the fuck out. You know what I mean? Like just being <laughs> over it. Yes. Yeah how helpful can that be when suddenly you've got possibly some of the hardest years coming up and you talk about um, very specifically the mom phenomenon. And I would really like you to talk us through that because I think it's so relevant to any stage of, of parenting.
2: Okay, great. Great. Well, I, I will tell a little story so that I think a lot of moms can relate to, which my daughter was maybe, I don't know, maybe 15 months old, and I take her to the grocery store, and all the people, and of course I made sure that she looked really cute, and all the people in the grocery store were saying, oh my god, she's just so cute! And then they would just look at me with a blank stare. <laughs> <laughs> and and this happened, like, several times, and so I'm like, okay, what, what the heck? So I... um <laughs> Or something else. Right. And um, so I, I, um, you know, get her in the car and I look in the rear view mirror and I have black (laughs) mascara just like just all the way down my face. (laughs) And I look like some like heavy metal rocker person. (laughs) And I went, oh my gosh. And that's how I kind of came up with the idea of the mom phenomenon is that I had spent so much time making sure that she looked okay and I had not looked in the mirror and seen what I look like. Right. So the, Right. Right. So the mom phenomenon can happen at infancy, you know, toddler school age, teenage. And what it is is that we are so we're looking at everything in our families and paying attention to everything in our families. But we, we don't look in the mirror We don't have time to look in the mirror. right? So I do. I start off, I mean, because because I am a mom and I am like a licensed therapist, it was this kind of crazy, like I'm observing myself (laughs) as a mom. (laughs) And knowing (laughs) what you might help somebody with, you know all the rules. You're like, oh, I know all these rules I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> and I'm like watching myself, right. going, "Wow, look at me!" So, <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. So I realized that there were these kind of implicit messages in the culture, which I call powerless parenting messages, mm-hmm. and we just kind of get it as mothers, like, um, like it's I need to put myself last on the list, and it's selfish to pay attention to me. And we may not ever say that like, you know, at a cocktail party, but we, you know, but we feel it. We feel like somehow we need to just put ourselves. And the problem is that we never get through our list. Right. So Mm -hmm. what I say with the mom phenomenon, it's, it's a problem with our attention because the attention never gets back on ourselves. So we don't consciously not... I mean of course we know we should quote you know the airplane mask thing but it's just <laughs> right I'm sick of that little No but you know what you're you're
0: right with the like what you said the list never gets done that we keep putting in front of ourselves right like mm. I'll get to yeah. me when I've done x y and z but x y and z are going to be there forever that last bit of laundry goes in, yeah. and when you come up from the dryer, yeah. there's a new pile there. So well, okay, well after this next one, or after the store run, or after the kids are in bed, or after yeah. the, and then when like, you're that done list,
1: cleaning up after a meal, somebody's yeah. always hungry.
0: Yeah, that the, the list is never going <laughs> yeah. to stop. Ever. Yeah. Ever. And like it is true that we just put ourselves as the final thing on the list and then we're just like old and nearly dead. And you know, don't care if we had time to like do our nails or whatever I'm like, I'm done. Right? Like that's that is a really it's a powerful image and it's also one that's feels impossible to
2: shake. Yes. And so I so right away I go into like, you know, it's actually crucial that we pay attention to ourselves. And so I I talk about the five essential areas of feeling good, and it's all really based on science. So we know this. I mean, it's like, like who benefits when we're like completely trashed? You know? <laughs> the the wine company? <laughs> Netflix, Netflix totally benefits. <laughs> golly, True. <Right>. So true. <laughs> well, and it's also this thing that I I kind of talk about. It's like mothers are supposed to be this kind of ever godlike fount of blessings. And that we just give and give and give and give and give, and somehow we're just supposed to naturally replenish. Mm. But if you think of our life as a cup, we can only pour out what's in our cup. And if we're completely resentful, guess what we pour out? Piss? (laughs)
0: Piss? <laughs> you know, like vinegar? Piss and vinegar. Anger, resentment. Is that all that comes out of my cup right now? Here's some more. Here's my bitter tea. My bitter tea is coming out. Nothing. The answer is clearly nothing. Coffee cold coffee that we didn't coffee. get That's finish, right. just... Nothing is available to come out. Our, our wasted youth, I don't know. Lots of things <laughs> are in my cup right now. Uh, but you're right. The image is actually remarkable,
2: right? Yeah. You're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, who's got, who's got time? So to this know? is really, this is really, 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 really great news. So I mean, I, I have programs <laughs> like with moms from, from all over the country, and I get to say something that's so like common sense, and it sounds like magical. And I get to say, I'm giving you permission mm. to do something for you Right. because, and, and that goes back to the mom phenomenon. We're not just a mom machine. We're <laughs> it's truth,
0: right? I'm laughing because we call it being the shark on the show, where you just mm-hmm. never stop moving yeah. through the ocean, right? Like you just <laughs> but you're like right, the mom machine. You just yeah. never stop beep bop
2: yeah. bop, you know, yeah. doing all your stuff. Yeah, but we're we're like what we give in terms of mothering is our whole beautiful multifaceted self. And that's what our kids benefit. They don't benefit that we're like, you know, shuttle people. <laughs> you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> A little. They, they get to soccer. Well, I mean, they do benefit, but... <laughs> right, but not... It's not shaping them into, into functioning adults. Yeah, Uber could right. to soccer. Uber could also, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. All right, well, let's, let's, let's move on to the very next natural part. So, so all that we just talked about, seems to be like, hi, welcome to motherhood. Here's your bag of nonstop mom machining. Enjoy enjoy never giving you anything to that. That's a natural. The other thing, your very next chapter is, I'm not taking this chapter by chapter, guys. It's just that I, I was like, oh, this is really good setup for teen years. And that's fear. I know I've got to start preparing myself for this. Like When... I wave goodbye to my kids when they go off with their friends in their cars or their friends' cars. And I can remember being a teenager and how much fun I had. That was great. (laughs) I loved it. And I want my children to have as much fun as I had being with their friends out in the world. How am I supposed to be dealing with my fear and anxiety? What are, help me, help me remember that what they're doing as teens is normal. (laughs)
2: Right. 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 Okay. Yeah. um, I know. I I almost thought I was like crazy because I wrote this book between my, I started when my daughter was 15 Mm. and I finished when she was 19. Wow. So I, I thought you are insane for writing this book, but I also had a, got a chance to live every single word of my book. Right. And you can imagine, I mean, hello, I've been a marriage and family therapist now for 25 years. I mean, I, I've, i like, seen every horror story that you can imagine. And so my daughter used to say, oh, my oh. God, Mom, you're like, you have the worst profession ever, like, for her, you know, right. because I could imagine the worst. But I think you're right. So. Fear, fear can be useful, but I make a distinction between fear and the f bomb of fear,
0: which is and the,
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh everybody's, everybody's like say it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So I mean, so there's like the capital f bomb, bang, right? Big honking fear, and that's not useful, right? And and because that and I won't go into it a lot, but it catapults us into the reactive lower brain, mm. which, which throws us into fight, flight, freeze, and everything that we really need to take effective action, we're offline, because when we're in stress brain, we can't ex- access the higher brain. Huh. So I, I go through a kind of a, a process in the book, actually how that chapter actually came about, which is you know like the the fifth time i was writing that chapter is i had a client come in and she was in such panic and i then i just saw and when she left the fear was gone mm. and that, and and so the chapter came out of me really helping this mom and she she had a great sense of humor which helped right. you know just <laughs> yeah. to, you know to be to be able to laugh at herself but in every parent's head, is like, is my child going to turn out okay? Are they going to be okay? Right. So when you take, so first of all, I think what's helpful is to identify what is the big fear. And then, and kind of all the little anxieties around it. So is, you know, if she goes out, she'll die. Right. It's usually, <laughs> That's it's, that it's yeah, because it's, because our big fear is a drama queen <laughs> and then, And then you want to just go and all the little worries around it. And then you just, you can ask yourself, you know, is it, is that true? Like, how likely is that, you know, will that happen? And so you start, you know, kind of talking yourself down Mm. and then it's like, well, what could I, you know, what are some steps that I could take? What is some effective action that I can do that I need to do around this issue? So, so it you take it from this, when it's in the lower brain, it's just like the scary monster that you can't see. Right. And so what you're doing is basically helping shine a light and like, oh, oh that's what I'm dealing with. And then you you create a, a plan. And, and one of the chapters in my book is, you know, um, what your daughter needs to thrive. Yeah. So... So you want to make sure that they have a a place to belong, and that starts at home, you know, so that they're not kind of on the edge and not really feeling connected at school. Mm-hmm. And you know, if uh, if you're un, you know, you're not sure about you know letting your kid go home to that person's house, as you get information, you have a conversation with the parent, right? But really. The practical steps, the practical things that you do is a way of taking down the fear.
0: You know, Teresa and I joke a lot about, uh, you know, our little kids and like all the stuff that before we had kids uh, we thought were going to happen or we just never thought was going to be a thing we were ever right. going to have to deal with. Like, I mean, and we're like constantly surprised by stuff. Like, whoa, that's, what? That's not a thing. So, in terms of, let's just kind of wrap up on, given your experience with this book and, and just your, your experiences, what do you think is the, the biggest surprise for parents with teenagers? I mean, is it morality issues? Is it the, the first time they just flat out lie? Is it like, like, what's the thing that parents are like, I did not think this was going to be a thing that I was going to have to deal with. This is remarkable, right? Like,
2: what? yeah, Yes. I think what surprises mothers is how... It just how tr- triggered they can be. I can yeah. remember when my daughter was 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 eleven or twelve, and oh my gosh, it, it was like like I had the therapist angel on one shoulder and the little devil on the other, and I'm and I'm just like the therapist angel was like, "Do you really want to go there?" <laughs> 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 And I little knocked that little angel off my shoulder, and I just kind of went for it.
0: Right. Because but, he, right, Well, I just want to say, like, well, then how do we, like— I have I have real moments as a parent where I'm struggling with that kind of stuff, and, and where I'm like, I don't like you guys very much right now. Like, I'm not enjoying you, and I don't—like, I feel bad about this, and like, why? I mean, I love you guys, and you're perfect, but I am not enjoying this. And, like, I feel like— there have got to be, how do, we, how do we deal with that with our teenage daughters when, I mean, there are baby girls. And now they are dismissing us and triggering us in ways, in all kind of new ways that I don't want to think about because it's going right. to make me super sad. Uh, so, like, how do we like our daughter? Our, you know, how do we like our
2: kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so one thing is, is, in Dial Down the Drama, I have a whole chapter on <laughs> what's going on in that little teenage brain. Right. And it really, really is helpful because it's like, so you don't have to take things personally. Yeah. Because a lot of stuff that drives you nuts is there's really biological reasons for that. And it's kind of like, when you know what's underneath the hood of the car, you know, like, you can fix it. So, right. like, you know what's inside that teenage brain. But here's another thing that is a trap for moms, which I call the 24-7 monitor. Mm. So if you're, like, there's, I think, a good relationship with your kids, and especially with tweens and teens, it has to be multifaceted. And so if, but in our busy, overscheduled lives, we we kind of diminish our relationship into the monitor, which is, okay, you need to get up, eat your breakfast, you know, grab your books, get in the car, we need to go now, um, you know, and then we have a pause, and then, do you have your books? Okay, you need to hurry up, right. we need to get you to soccer, blah, 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 blah. And, ima- and when, when I'm speaking to moms, I say, imagine if your best friend talked to you that I way. I know,
0: I know, right? We talk about that, like, with our partners, we're like, imagine if somebody came and spoke to you like that, you
2: would have zero tolerance for it. <laughs> right. You wouldn't want to hang out with them, which right. is, is why why the kids kind of hang out in the room and kind of like, want to avoid you. <laughs> so, <laughs> but we kind of think since we're doing it that they should see the overall global good you know, motives in our hearts for it. But it's right. like, oh, my God, get off my cake. <laughs> so what I would say that can help you like your daughter again is is that you... You know, like um, when, when your little kids are little, they, you talk about floor time,
0: mm.
2: right? You know, that you're just, you're there, you're letting them lead you in play, and you're just, you know, that 20, 20 minutes or something. Well, you can do that with tweens and teens. And part of it is for us as parents, we have to get off being the monitor, and we might have to, like, set a timer, timer on our phones and say, <laughs> okay, for this hour, I'm just going to be available for her to connect with me. Right. And then, you know, if she shows you the stupid cat YouTube video, stop and watch it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's right. But it's true. Such good advice. It really is good advice
2: because we take that advice with our little
0: ones, you Mm -hmm. know, like to help them develop and blossom and not become monster teenagers. We say what an interesting piece of art you just did or, you know. Yes, I'll take this toy and hand it back to you. Yes, exactly. Uh, And with this, you know, this patience. And then. We just kind of – we want them to be autonomous by the time – oh, I can't wait for my kids to be old enough to do their own thing. And then why won't they do stuff with us? Right? Like, you're right. right. It's – yes, that is a hilarious video. That is – you are
2: 100% correct. Yeah. And and here's the cool thing is when you actually just kind of go, okay, this is what we're doing. We're doing – this is the most important thing I can do is be here, be present, and actually enjoy the cat YouTube video. Right. And when they – and when they can see that we're not that frowny faced mother, and we're just <laughs> we're just enjoying it and we're laughing, you'd be surprised at then they tell you everything about the day. Mm. It's because like, you're not yeah. yeah you're not in the monitor mode, and then everything that you had wanted to know, and they gave you the one one word answer. Um, you know they tell you yeah they tell you everything.
0: Yeah, that's really good advice. And that's, it's, yeah, I I think that just even visualizing that monitor versus listener is really helpful. Because again, I think so much of what we find ourselves doing are just traps we got caught in. You know what I mean? Like, easy traps to get caught in. I got to get everybody out of the house. I've got to get, you know, we've got to stay on schedule. We've got to blah, blah, blah. It's really easy. To think that we're doing the right thing by doing that, just as it's really easy to think putting everybody before us. Yeah, take off from being a monitor and go do something nice for yourself, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can do something right. like that. That's right. Well, Colleen, thank you so much for joining us and talking about this. It it is such a, a great book in guidance for for. Parents with teenage daughters specifically is what this is geared towards. But I I really think there are a lot of universal truths that you touch on that I think are just very helpful to parenting in general. Breaking these habits and getting our brains sort of untrained uh, into, you know, from some of the things that we, we wind up falling into. So thank you so much. Uh, for this Again guys The book is called Dial Down the Drama Reducing Conflict And Reconnecting With Your Teenage Daughter We're going to link Everybody up to that As well as to your website Thank you so much For joining us
2: Oh Thank you too Y'all have a good day Thank you You, you too. too Okay Bye Bye-bye. bye Bye send a message
3: Are you easily confused by terms like cultural appropriation, cisgender, and woke? Or maybe you find yourself constantly explaining terms like these and you need a place to vent. Do you have a love for all things pop culture? Social commentary and politics. Sounds, Sounds like, like you, you need Minority Corner, Corner where you can learn, laugh, and play. Sounds like Blues Clues, only it's more black, gay, and ladylike. James and Ineke will happily administer your weekly dose each and every Friday. You can listen on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcast. Minority Corner with a K because, because the, the C, C, was, C taken. was taken.
0: Hi, everybody. I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Griffin
3: McElroy. And we host the first podcast ever made, my brother, my brother made.
0: Every Monday, we put out the first ever advice comedy podcast ever. They found our podcast on Dead Sea Scrolls. We're the Hammurabi code of podcasts, and we're ready to entertain you with jokes. that we invented
3: the first jokes.
0: So join us every Monday on MaximumFun.org. You'll never crack our code,
3: Dan Brown. Just try me. It's history in the making. And in the faking. And it's all yours
0: for the taking. That was really helpful.
1: Yeah, I I feel helped by that, even though I don't have anything close to teens. Well, but right, it just is a really good mindset in a lot of ways. <laughs> Isn't
0: it interesting yeah. how things that we do now continue mm. to play out, right, and possibly cause issues or help, yeah. down the road. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, I mean, like I mean that. Like we think about all this groundwork we try and lay to help our children become. These other people and, you know, figure out how to deal with arguments, feel, you know, step in and help with these little things. And how will they deal when they're out on their own? But we don't necessarily work at parenting with that same mind frame on what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, there's no yeah. one checking in with us to yeah. be like... Like, stop. Listen to what she's saying. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one's coming yeah. in to give us adult words. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm totally with you. <laughs> but, oh, you know, yep. reverse that. Like, right. Go get this book and put your name wherever yeah. she says daughter. Right. Oh, I should do that. Yeah. <laughs> to myself. <laughs> uh, do you know what else we should uh, remember? Throughout this whole process, and we'll probably be reminded of as we listen to uh, a mom call and have a breakdown. Hi, guys.
3: This is a rant. Um, I've been listening to you guys for, I don't know, like two and a half years. I just recently had my first baby. Uh, He is three and a half months old, and right now he is freaking out, I leave him with my husband every Saturday to go and teach a yoga class and he hasn't slept in three hours and he's crying and crying and I have to leave. But my husband he's telling me that I need to stay so I can feed the baby and I am just at this point where, you know, I'm just wondering like when is it gonna get easier and you know, should I really have done this whole parenting thing and (laughs) am I selfish for thinking that and you know I'm just just kind of feeling feeling the pains right now and you know I usually try to be really positive and really smiley and happy about it and everything is fine but right now I'm just feeling the stresses of wanting my relationship back and wanting my baby to go to sleep because I know he has to and worrying about pumping and breastfeeding and I'm just feeling very worn worn down and very tired um so wanted to call you guys and and tell you. Um, <laughs> thank you very much for keeping me company every night when I'm up breastfeeding and for being awesome. I appreciate it. Bye.
0: That, yeah. Yeah. I feel like you said it really well. Yeah. It's not a lot we could add to that yeah. besides telling you that you're doing a good job. Yeah, you are. I, okay. We, life, we get in moments as parents, mm-hmm. and they're – very real. And then we move on to the next thing, mm-hmm. and we kind of forget about mm-hmm. whatever was very real yep. a year ago or three years ago. And then that ha- that's a cycle. Yeah. But that she said that moment about, like, he's not sleeping mm-hmm. when I'm not home. Right? Mm-hmm. And so now I know he's awake more than he needs to be awake. Right. Right? And I, that took me back so quickly mm. to how important I was wrapped, I felt about the sleep too. Like yeah. where you're like, I'm going to leave him because I'm going to go do this thing yeah. that I'm, I'm entitled to go do. Yeah. And it sucks that I know I'm going to leave. Like with, with Ellis, I knew I was going to leave him with the sitter and that he wasn't going to drink any milk. He wasn't yeah. going to drink anything yeah. the entire time I was gone. And, and he, he might scream the whole time. Right. And he also probably wouldn't sleep. Right. And you're like, those are all three important things that my child's supposed to be doing. Right. And by leaving... I am sealing their fate. Right. That they're not going to do these three important things that they're <sighs> doing. Yeah. And even though in hindsight, we know that everything is, winds up being okay. Mm-hmm. Hindsight. It's not the same. It's not the yeah. same. Yeah.
1: Fuck hindsight. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You're not thinking about that. Doesn't help. In the moment. Right. You're That's just like,
0: like uh, is this right that I'm leaving? leaving? Can I be Maybe I, I not? should. Right. Yeah. Maybe I should. And it really touches in, I think, to yeah. what we were just talking about with Colleen O'Grady. Totally. These, like, I wanted to yell at the end of this call. It's a trap. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. Like, it's, yeah. It's a trap. You're. This yeah. is how these cycles yeah. start. You can't and,
1: not leave. Yeah. You like, can't.
0: Right. You have, you have got, to leave
1: sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Whether
0: it's for this class or whether yeah. it's for a doctor's appointment yeah. or whether it's to go back to work or whether. Whatever it is, yeah. we all have to leave. Yeah, it doesn't change. Like you were talking about Teresa at the beginning of the show, the emotion that can sometimes come catch up, and surprise you when you thought it wasn't yeah. a thing you were going to have, and yeah. then, or maybe you have that emotion every day until you're dead. Right, right. Like there's no. Yeah, you still have to go. Well,
1: that yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of my thought process when I leave, and I'm not. It's not even. Yeah, there's your part partially. I'm thinking like. Oh, he. If I were to just stay, he would just nurse and fall asleep and right. take a nap. And I know that that's not happening, and that like there's that going on. Yeah. But there's also like, I just don't want to be apart from him. Yeah. And then there's that questioning of like, well, if I stay, will that fix it? And then you're like, well, no, no, <laughs> that it just won't fix it. So then there's this moment where you just go like, okay, this is just where we live now. Yeah.
0: Like <laughs> this is our house. Yeah this is the house we've built for right now. Yeah. And yeah, it's so, like yeah, there's no Yeah, you're Look, here's the thing. You're doing a really good job. Yeah. This is real and no, you're not selfish. For thinking these things? No. At all? Not at all. How many times have I come on this show and said, Why did I make these choices? Yeah. I mean, you know, like this, if that's a real thing, yeah. and we don't talk about it a lot because, oh, there's got to be some sort of horrible mother if you ever thought maybe you shouldn't have done this. Yeah. <laughs> However, that kid showed yeah. up in your house, it is a reality. You're going to have a moment where you thought, huh. Oh, yeah, what if I didn't do What this? if I hadn't done this? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what would this have been like? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Like, you yeah. know, I. And you don't know. Yeah. You don't know. No. Life's great mystery. Okay? <laughs> and so you're not selfish for thinking it. No. You're very normal for yeah. thinking it. Just give yourself a big hug for thinking it. Yeah. You should be like, good job having that thought. Yeah. That's a real thought. You're bot. still okay. You're still here. Yeah. You're still going to go do the thing you're <laughs> yeah. going to do. And here's the thing. For everybody listening, if if... One of those days you choose not to go do it. Right. And you choose to stay and yeah, see if that works. that's fine, too. That's okay, too. Right. Yeah. No one cares what you choose. No one cares. <laughs> no <laughs> one cares. Doesn't. Yeah. Like People, even inside your own house, might not care. Right? right? You know what I mean? They're going to be like, oh, you made a choice. Good. Yeah. Like, the only way, one... Or
1: they might think it means something. Right. That's fine, too. too. Maybe sure. they're right.
0: Maybe they're wrong. Who knows? <laughs> a second of life's great mysteries. <laughs> You're doing a remarkable job. Yeah, you are. Thank you for calling yeah. and sharing it with us. Yeah. And uh you're a great mama. Teresa, what did we learn this week? We learned that <laughs> of course children are going to fight with each other. Yeah. I, you know, everybody's crammed in a house together or an apartment or wherever. Yeah. You can't like that is normal. Yes. They are that is a normal thing. Mm-hmm. Uh and Good things will come out of it, making them socially acceptable people in the world. Yep. Those are good things. Yeah. How it affects you on the other hand? I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a real crapshoot. Yep. Overall the best we want is our kids to learn to productively and constructively mm-hmm. work out their issues. <laughs> with Hearing l- you say it sounds so implausible. <laughs> I I'm like I mean I guess you're right. My fingers that are is crossed. What we're going for. I'm clapping for Tinkerbell to make it. <laughs> To the next day uh, uh, with as little physical harm as possible. Yes. That's a bonus when that's happening. We also learned that our children are going to grow up and become sweet, sweet teens. Mm -hmm. And that's going to open up a whole new can of worms for us to enjoy or not enjoy. Mm -hmm. But I think actually the real takeaway here was, uh, once again, make... (laughs) Being aware of the pitfalls and traps that we can get into that, once again, take us away from taking care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And they seem to be around every corner. And we've got to get better at putting ourselves up there in the top. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm not going to say first. I I, I I feel like that's also like an unrealistic statement to say to me, put yourself first. Right. Sure. Give that a go. Yeah. But let's put ourselves up in the top. Yeah. Put ourselves over the eighth load of laundry. Move ourselves up the list. You know, our kids can, you know, struggle with their shoes for five more minutes while we finish putting ourselves together in a way that makes us happy to go out in public. Right? Yeah. like. We need to be creating new habits for ourselves. Yeah. Because long term, that's going to help us deal with all the parenting stuff that is still to come. What a great joy that's going to be. <laughs> Guys, again, we made a book. Yeah. And it's a reminder. Of, I guess it's a way to remind people to not fall in these traps, in yeah. particular, the trap that you're the only person doing a, yeah. B, or C, that you feel you're wrestling with. yeah, Or and, that
1: it's supposed to be really fun
0: the entire time. Right. <laughs> oh, our book like, will remind you it's not supposed <laughs> to be fun the entire time. <laughs> uh, as well as just reminding you that you're doing a good job. Yeah. No matter how weird it gets in your house. Totally. Right? So, everybody, go yeah. grab the
1: book. You're doing a great job. A hundred ways you're winning at parenting. That's right. If you want to, you come review
0: it. On the, Oh, yeah. That, yeah. that would be cool. Give it a review. We'd love more reviews. Reviews are fun. <laughs> Everybody, you are doing a really good job. Yeah, you guys are doing a really good job. You really are. Teresa, Yes, you are doing a really good job. Thanks, Biz. <laughs> so are you. Thank you. We are going to talk to you guys next week. Bye.
2: Bye. I got to load down my book. Got to load down Mama Blue Got to load down Mama Blue Load down Mama Blue Got
3: to load down Mama Blue Got to load down Mama Blue You
0: know that, right